that we can sing that we love you Lord we know our weaknesses and frailties in our own flesh yet in our hearts we can ring out the words we love you Lord and I'm reminded of a child who doesn't always do exactly what his mother and father tell him to but that doesn't take away the fact the child loves his mom and dad and we love you Lord and thank you for loving us first and for giving Jesus, we worship you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, music team. Thank you. My apologies for those watching live, but sometimes if we are worshiping, I don't want to just cut it short. And I believe it's very important. And so you welcome everyone who's watching and listening and to the congregation that's here with us today. Ek gaan praat vandag op moedersdag, gaan ek praat oor ek koester jou vordering. I treasure, it's Mother's Day, and we, we do say Happy Mother's Day to all the moms, and the moms to be, and all those watching. <coughs> I treasure your progress. We live in a world and a society that never wants to have joy with your progress. They are either intimidated, jealous, and will try and stop your progress because they wish they could have that progress or they could take your place. In a state that ons mekaar se vordering koester en waardeer. Verstaan jy, jealousy in die verkeerde sin het nie plek in die lichaam van Christus. Jalousie het nie plek in Gods lichaam. Jalousie is een verkeerde geest. So my broer het a beter kar as ek, of a groter huis, nou is ek jaloers. Ek hou daarvan in Afrikaans, 1, 2, 3, blok jyself. Jou jaloersie gaan jou niks baat nie. As God iemand sien, dan sien hy hom. As God iemand bevorder, dan bevorder hy hom. En jou beste geskenk aan daardie deel, is om vir te sê, ek is opgewone saam jou broer, dat het met jou goed gaan. En ek hou my eie hart skoon. As if I keep my own heart clean, I can keep my heart open for God's blessing to come my way. If there's anybody sitting here and you're always comparing yourself to other people, other people's looks, wealth, abilities, please cut that measuring tape. Because you can compare till Jesus comes, you'll never be the same as someone else. You're not wired the same. You don't look the same, you don't speak the same, you don't think the same. But we all do have one 
moral compass, and that's the Word of God. Regardless, if you're there or here or here or there, you, we have the same moral compass that we all need to adapt to. And if that moral compass says, jealousy does not benefit my children, then cut it out. Mark it in. What part did you? You lose it. Ek gesels met iemand gister in lang afspraak, senior leier in die wereld, nogal, is baie cool. En ons het een koffie gedrink in die speur. En hy sê, sy hart is om ouwens te vat van refugee camps en squatter camps in the poorest de poor en to lift them in Christ and make them a huge success in life. Because that's a powerful testimony. En hy doen het. Mense wat niks hoop het nie. Wat as hulle hulle moet meet, is hulle zero op een kontrak. Maar wanneer Christus inkom, begin hy hierdie persoon vat. En daar ook begin geboortes ervaar van nieuwe eiver, visie, hoop, al hierdie kostbare goed. Nou ons moet mekaar bemoedig in mekaarse processe en nie mekaar afknou of terughou. En dit gaan maar oor moedersdag vandag. It's going around Mother's Day that I treasure your progress. I'd like to show you the first picture. And it's just about a lady praising the Lord. What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Who knows what lies before you? Who of you have watched the news lately? Be honest. I know you all, Holy. Who of you have watched the news? Who of you watched the jealousy at the king's, the Zulu king's transition? It was like a circus. Who of you watched the political arena with our leading party and the anger and the jealousy within the leading party, never mind the other political parties? Who knows what lies before us? None of you. But what counts is what lies within you. Because what lies within you is how you're going to handle what lies before you. Wat lee binnen in jou, gaan bepaal hoe jy dit wat voor en toe lee, gaan hanteer. Nie hoe mooi die omstandighede voor en toe uitwerk. Dit gaan worrelik wees, maar dis eindelijk wat binnen in jou lee. En ek wil een stikkie lees uit spreke uit, Ek gaan lees, I'm going to read out of the Bible, the Afrikaans Bible, Proverbs 31, verse 25 to, uh, um, 25 to, to 31. And it's going to be in Afrikaans. It says, it's about the, the precious wife and the, and the mother. Alles aan haar spreek van haar, van a sterk en edel persoonlijkheid. Maas? Luister mooi. Moms, listen. We'll be repeating some of it in English. Alles aan haar spreek van een sterk en edel persoonlijkheid. Sy ken geen kommer oor die toekomst nie. Isn't that powerful? In the 83 version of Afrikaans says, Sy ken geen kommer nie oor die toekomst nie. 
the moms that are always fretting and anxious and broken about the day of tomorrow and your children, please stop. A woman who is clothed with dignity and honor and knows what lies within her does not fear the future because her trust is in the Lord for the future. Yeah, you unrealistic pastor. Well, the, the Bible says the message of the cross is foolishness. So if that's for you unrealistic, it's fine. If you can show me how your worries about that little girl on your lap, the more you worry is going to help her one day, I bet you can't prove that. I'm not saying you worry. I'm using example. But I bet you if you are confident about Christ and the future for that little girl, I bet you you'll make better decisions than out of fear and brokenness. I bet you. Om besluiten te maak uit angst en vrees. Ek praat nie van een noodgeval nou. Maar besluiten oor angst en vrees maak jy nooit die rechte besluit nie. Besluiten wat dier God geleid word is die rechte besluit. Oké. Okay. As sy praat is dit met wijsheid. As sy leiding gee is dit met liefde. Sy hou goeie toesig oor haar huishouding. Lei is sy nie. Haar kinders prijs haar, haar man bewonder haar, daar is baie knap vrouwens, maar jy oortref hulle almal. Daar is baie knap vrouwens, maar jy oortref hulle almal. Mamas, het gaan nou nou lekker gesels. Uiterlik skoonheid hou nie, een mooi voorkomst is nie alles nie as sy die Heere dien, dan verdien een vrou om geprys te word, omdat nou sy nou die Heere dien. Gee haar wat haar toekom vir alles wat sy doen. Laat haar werk haar roem wees in die stadspoorte. Gee haar wat haar toekom. Gee haar wat haar toekom. Bye, powerful. Give her what she actually deserves. Give the mom and the wife, actually, to those watching, give your wife or your mom what they deserve. And I'll go into a bit of detail later about my own house. So hold on. I think transparency helps a lot, eh? Gee haar wat daar toekom. en laat sy geprys word in die stadspoorte. Moe nie laat ons sê, oe, ek het nie geweet, jy het een vrou nie. Ek sien jy het een ring gedra, maar ek het nog nooit jou vrou gesien nie. Dis nie mooi nie, man. Maak het sin. Proverbs 31 verse 25 It says a beautiful thing talks about this mother and this wife. In English it says she's clothed with strength and dignity. She's clothed with strength and dignity. It says she clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Clothed with strength and dignity. Strength means she's clothed with boldness. 
How many moms have you seen that are not bold at all? Most moms are bold. They'll say what they say, and they want to get it done. They, they're tough. She's clothed with boldness, security. She eats, sleeps, and drinks, being secure for her family and her kids. She's clothed with majesty. And then it goes on to say dignity. She's clothed then with honor, excellence, beauty, and splendor. If you think your wife is okay, if you're watching in the lounge or something and you think your wife is sharp and she is clothed with dignity and strength, you need a pat on the back and say, hey, sure, I didn't know that you are clothed with boldness, security, majesty, honor, excellence, and, and splendor, and beauty, and Kom, Cornel, tik vir Elsie, sê, jy is beklee, met meer as wat ek gedink het. Don't be shy. Come on, guys. The Bible says that a woman must sometimes hear what she's clothed with. If she doesn't hear it, she says nog steeds beklee met dit, maar betek hier wil sy dit hoor. As jy dink aan hy eerste prentjie weer, and you put on the next picture, which will be that first picture, what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within. Especially if your wife is a Christian, as jy vrou een kind van die Heere is, en sy dien die Heere, weet jy, my broer, wat le binnen in jou vrou? Wat sy kracht en sterkte is binnen in haar? En dis ook binnen ons, want die Heere woord ook in my. God also lies in me as a man. And this is not an anti-man session. This is just a lifting up our moms and our wives session. But Christ also lives in me as a man. And the wife is clothed with dignity and strength. And it is because of what's inside her that makes her so special. And this is where it will change. A little bit later, and this is why I can't be transparent. Lord. We all get used to the one who lives with us. Nee, dan nie bed, so lang was jy getrouwd? 35 jaar. In 35 years, or 40 years, or 70 years of marriage, you get quite used to each other, don't you? This is not just your partner. But that partner is clothed with strength and dignity. And there's something within her that's stronger. And that's something that we need to see and honor with time. Because we get used to it. It's just my wife. She cooks, cleans, prays, reads Bible, feeds the dogs, locks the door, closes the curtains, makes the beds. That's all she does. Takes the child to school. Dresses the child, rides to the shop, does the shopping, and then she still marks up moi before she goes out. That's all she does. Doesn't sound like much. <laughs> and sometimes there's just a place to say, I want to praise you. Not nice. I want to praise you, my wife. You close the dignity and strength. I'm proud of you. Strots up here, my friend. Jy is bekleer met veel meer as wat ek gedink het. 
Jij hanteer die leven baie goed. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27 talks about what lies within you. Colossians 1 verse 27 says, To them God willed to make known what are the riches of his glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. That's us, the mystery in amongst the Gentiles. God allowed the Jewish people and the apostles that were the early uh, ministers of the gospel, he allowed them to come and share this mystery and the Gentiles took it. Die heidene het het gevat, hulle het die Heere aangeneem. And it said, this mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now there's two things I'm going to say today. I'll get there, but I want you to hear carefully. Dads, husbands, The one is our wives and our partners need praise for the clothing of dignity, strength, serving, buying, fetching, carrying, praying for the family. But we also need to give them approval and praise for Christ in them. Because if they never had Christ in them, they would have not even been such a precious jewel. Christ in them rounds it off. Yes, unsaved moms are also powerful and they go for it. But when your wife is a Christian and she's got a heart for Jesus and she's serving the Lord with her whole heart, Christ in you, it's something of a strength that we need to say to her, I see this and I honor that strength in you. The Bible goes further. The Bible goes further met hierdie. In Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17, he says something interesting. He says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you may be rooted and grounded in love. Dwell. Dwell is a very strong word. I praat van, and this for months in France, men and women. He says that Christ can dwell in your heart. It means Christ can settle, be at home. And where here? Here is clung frame. The gospel is foolishness, bottom line. It's foolishness, the message of the cross. Because it, it doesn't make any sense. But for those who are being saved, it is, it is the power of God. And he says that Christ. This is New Testament. Christ will make his dwelling, his residence in you. I say, I shall, I shall settle. Settle. He will settle, dwell, settle, make his home, and make residence in your heart. As ek na my vrou kyk, dan kan ek erin kyk, ek is 35 jaar getrouwd, een van die dag. Nie so lang soos van julle nie. 
But do I realize, I want to say this on a very serious note, because I'm reminding myself, because we get gewoond, as I krijg. Ek sê wat ek wil, en ek praat met daar soos ek wil, ek doen nie met julle nie, maar ek doen met daar. But do I, do I understand she's clothed with dignity, strength, and on top of it, the, the cherry op the cook, the cherry on the cake, is that she's got the king of kings, the creator of heaven and earth, who has made residence in her heart, and she wants to cherish that with her whole life. Do I understand really who I live with? And do you understand who you live with? It swings both ways. Yeah, that is Mother's Day today. Do you understand if you have a wife, a girlfriend, I have to say that, a wife, a girlfriend, or a wife who's a mom, and she's got Christ in her, and he's dwelling in her heart. Do you know who you have in your presence? And do you treat her in the same manner that Christ treats her. O, het ek net so gewoond geraak. Is my ou kerien. Engel, lekker met een kopje koffie. Kom jong. Engel, maak my een broekie. Ja man, hierdie broekie proe nie lekker nie. Wat het jy nou gedoen met hom? I'm just talking about 35 years. My badwater is te koud. Jy gooi al my badwater vir 35 jaar, hoekom is hy koud vandag? Ek spot somme, sy gooi nie my badwater nie. But we get used to each other as partners. And then we don't realize we start getting blurred with what treasure lies in the heart of this partner. And when, that, when we don't realize it, we never give her praise and encourage her. Here comes the title of the message today. We don't encourage her enough on her journey. I'm not condemning men. I want to encourage you to do it, because I do it too little. Ek doen het te min. Ek moet haar bemoedig. Ek moet a conscious decision maak om haar te bemoedig en te koester haar wandel en haar vordering met hierdie skat binnen in haar. And I can't have asked even here moms. I'm going to give a warning to moms. I hope there'll be some people. If 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 it means something to someone watching, you can just SMS Karine and say the word meant a lot to us. I'll I'll bring it in context. The Bible says that she's clothed with dignity and strength. And she looks after family, she rises early and works late and she considers a field and she buys it, she spins, her workers don't get cold or hungry, she looks after her workers, she needs to be praised in the port gates. And I want to just say this in love, remember I said the word is a balance, the word has to be in context. I just want to say this in total love today for any of the moms here and any of the moms watching and please forward this video to some people. Mom, wife, if you are a spiritual dripping tap, day and night on your husband's head about Jesus and you're not doing it in love and servanthood, please stop because that's not the treasure that he's looking for. I've, in 27 years, I had an old friend passed away. It's, it's not part of this fellowship or anything. 
And I one day said to him, I don't blame you for sitting at the country club and enjoying a beer with your mates because your home is worse than the country club. Because when you walk in, you get told how useless you are and how you're not doing the right thing. And so, moms, that's not the treasure I'm talking about. I'm encouraging the men to honor the treasure. And moms, make sure you're giving over the treasure. And you're not just giving over some new sinning of some fancy theory in the gospel that he anyway is not going to listen or understand. Let's be Christ-like in our marriage. Amen? Be Christ-like in your family. Mm, I don't think that went down too well. But don't make excuse, husbands, because if your wife is encouraging you to serve the Lord, don't say, yeah, but she's a dripping tap. That's not what I'm talking about. Proverbs talks about a dripping tap. I'm talking about if your wife has a desire for you to grow and to walk in the Lord, don't despise her and kick her because she's true. That's what we need as men is to have Christ and to walk in Christ. We need it. I'm bringing a balance. That Christ dwells in your heart through faith that you'll be rooted and grounded in love. What is this that's in my heart? You can put the next verse. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellence of the power of God, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. And you can just put the picture on. Ek en jy is, wat is die rechte woord in Afrikaans? Erde kreike. Is that the right word? Yo. Earthen vessels. We are fragile. Hierdie lichaam is a fragile earthen vessel that can break and crack in a second. But we have a treasure in us that is so powerful can change people's lives. And the Bible says the wife is the weaker sex. The Bible says living with your wife as with the weaker vessel. Come stand here quickly, Mrs. Ogilvy. See that submission? One Peter says, husbands live with your wives in an understanding way. And then he goes on to say, as with the weaker vessel. We are both made of the same clay. But for one another reason, God has decided that this clay is maybe thicker. Thicker. This clay is a little bit thicker. And this clay is a little bit weaker. But the same treasure lives in me and lives in her. And I have to live with this wife who is the weaker vessel in an understanding way because this vessel mustn't just crack and break because it's carrying treasure that can change the world. And my role as a husband is to protect this earthen vessel that this earthen vessel can fulfill its role as my helper as a mother, a 
caregiver to the children and all of these beautiful attributes. But my job as a husband is much more powerful than what I think. I have to look after this vessel because it's very fragile. Does that make sense, husbands? We are both jars of clay. The one is weaker than the other. But it contains the same power and treasure in it. And I have to see that she doesn't just crumble. What makes her crumble? The way I speak to her. The way I handle her. The way I never say anything. When I never tell her, you look beautiful. When I never say to her, thank you that you look after yourself. Thank you that I don't have kids in school. But thank you for what you do with your children. Thank you that you ride up and down and cook. Thank you that you fill the gaps when I forget things. That keeps the vessel, which is fragile, intact. Because there's a treasure in it that must come. Thank you, my dear. Are you condemning us, men, pastor? No, I'm talking to myself. There's no condemnation for those in Christ and where Christ lives in you. There's no condemnation. God will convict you and speak to you. The Heere sal jou oortuig. Daar is nie veroordeling nie, daar is oortuiging wat sê, jy sê dit te min vir jou vrou. Jy beklee haar te min met jou liefde. Jy bemoedig haar te min. Sy is die swakker geslag. Maak het sin. Ons gaan afsluit. We're going to close off with the next two verses and then we're going to break bread. In Thessalonicense 5 verse 11 and I think there is a book in the Bible. That say, I love it in Afrikaans in the 1953 version. It says, Darum, bemoedig mekaar en bou die een die ander op. Bemoedig mekaar en bou die een die ander op, soos jylle ook doen. Now, Karin's going to sit, I won't call her up again, but this nice as Tani bets for Karin opbou en vir as sê, sy doen goed. And it's nice as Fonny for Kareen Bell and say, or for Kina Bell, and you had mooi gesing, or whatever it is. That's fine. Bow mekaar op. That's the context. But the best bow mekaar op is when it comes from the two partners inside a marriage. Is when you build one another up because you value the treasure in each other. Does it make sense? When I build up my partner, there's a different type of strength than someone else building me up. <clears throat> it says, bemoedig mekaar, encourage. You need to encourage your partner. Build them. And all of this, and here we go. This is the verse I'm closing off with. 
And when I, as a husband or a wife, back to a husband, when I do that, wanneer ek die effort maak om dit te doen, die tyd maak om dit te doen, dan draai ek by tot die vrede in my partnerse hart. Ek draai by, ek is nie die bron van die vrede nie, ek draai by tot vrede in my partnerse hart. En kyk wat gebeur, put die laatste vers aan. The last verse says, And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart. Where is the treasure line? Well, Lady Scott, in your heart. Wat bewaar die hart? The peace of God. My bemoediging, my opbouw, draai by. Tot die vrede in my partner's heart. When the peace, the heart gets guarded, and my mind in Christ Jesus, and then the life of Christ starts to get released as a fragrance, this jar carrying this fragrance. It's released as a fragrance in my home. My kids smell the fragrance of Christ in mom and dad. Dad smells the fragrance of mom. It's the fragrance of Christ. Mom smells the fragrance of Christ in dad when there's peace in the home. Friends and family watching, all I wanted to do today with Mother's Day, to close it off, is I wanted to encourage the partners with each other. Treasure the progress your partner is making. If your wife, brother, is a servant of the Lord, and she's just excited about Jesus, don't break her down because you're not with that yet. Encourage your wife because she's treasuring this treasure in her heart. Wives, if your husband is in your eyes not at the place you think he should be, but you know that he's accepted Christ, you have a great way to be a godly wife and treasure what's in his heart and encourage him, your husband, on his journey. Let peace come into your home and that will start to guard that that the enemy wants to steal. I'm going to say goodbye and close off in a prayer and then we're going to have breaking of bread. For those at home, don't you want to, husbands, because it's Mother's Day, husbands, don't you want to take bread and grape juice or wine, whatever, how you do communion, in your own home, your own lounge, don't you want to break bread and do the following? Because this is Mom's Day or wives, if, it's a, if you're married and you're not a mom, husbands do to your wives. And when you break bread, say, because of the treasure in you, which is Christ, I want to thank you for your walk in God, and I want to encourage you, don't give up, my darling. It doesn't always suit me. I don't always want to hear about it. But you know what? I often say that to Corinne. Doll, just, just don't tell me what, what's right, because I know what's right. But you know what? Don't you want to just tell your wife, your mo- the mom in your life maybe, the mom that prayed for you, for years. Don't you want to just say, when I was a teenager, mom, you used to pray for me. It used to irritate me into the ground, this mother that's always praying for me. And today you realize the value of a mom that prayed. Don't you want to say, thank you. I want to encourage you with your walk with the Lord. Let's close off in prayer. Father, thank you. 
that we can break bread this morning and thank you for our partners and honor the treasure of Christ in them and help protect those earthen vessels and actually, as it says in Afrikaans, bemoedig, encourage each other in the faith. Help us that that will take place today. And there'll be a beautiful peace and unity in our homes when we appreciate each other and what's in us. I honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for watching. God bless you. You can just put on a soft little um, background worship. The tables are open. I don't want.